0: Hello, my name is Julieta, welcome back to my podcast slash radio show that you can listen to whenever you want. Um, I wanted to thank uh, because I got my first comment uh, recommendation yesterday um, about adding subtitles to this. Uh, I didn't even think about it, and I didn't think nobody would care about that, so <laughs> that was very useful and very flattering at the same time, so very very much thank you. Um yeah, well, today I woke up uh, significantly earlier than normal. I don't know why I have so much energy. Uh I have to say that uh I found some critically important information in a book called Sleep by Nick Little Hills, which is uh, an elite sports sleep coach uh that how that l- I mean teaches you how to rest for success in work, sports, and life. And I promise you, I mean, I I read this book a few weeks ago and then I didn't do anything that the book said. Uh, Because, I mean, I thought that having the knowledge was enough. Well, guess what? No. Um, So, as I was constantly, like, tired in the morning, I was like, shit, what the fuck? I mean, I'm going to go back to this book, you know, and see what I wrote about it. You know, I always, like, uh, underline and keep uh post-its and stuff. Um and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. I I I have the feeling that this man is 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 telling some truths, you know. Um so basically the whole the, the only thing I was doing wrong in my life, I think, I mean, concerning sleep is the fact that I was going to sleep always late, you know. I would only go to sleep when I feel like I'm falling asleep. I'm never going to go to sleep because because it's late or something. No. It's like, if I have energy, I'm going to stay up, you know. Um, and that explains why I had such poor sleep uh, in my whole life. Uh, because I somehow have a lot of energy at night. Um, and I keep on writing and recording and doing stuff. But I realized maybe it would be a good idea to try to wake up with the sun and respect, you know, the the rhythm of nature well i started doing that and going to bed at 11 p.m. or 11:30 p.m. and now i feel amazing and i went for my run i mean i woke up so early and i was like now there's no way i'm going to wake up this early because i'm afraid of being like tired in the middle of the morning and then I was not tired at all, and I mean, I was forcing myself to fall asleep, and in the book, I saw this, or I don't know where where is it, you read it and you will know, Um, but if you wake up naturally, and your body is ready to wake up, and you don't wake up with it, you will send the wrong signals, you know, and you will put your body to sleep again, and it, it is a long process, basically, and then you will wake up super tired, and I have done that so many times in my life, and I have regretted every single time, you know, so, this happened literally yesterday, I woke up naturally at 6 a.m., and I was like, nah, I'm gonna sleep until 7, and then at 7, I was so tired, you know, I mean, I still, like, woke up, but I didn't have the same energy, so I was like, okay, if tomorrow I wake up naturally at 6, I'm gonna wake up at 6, and I'm gonna go for my run at 6, okay, and then I woke up at 5, 15, And then I was like, nah, no, man, what what are you doing? You're robbing me, you know? My own body is robbing me. So um, I don't know why. I think it's very psychological. The fact that it's dark outside, why the fuck would I go for a run at 5 a.m.? Well, guess what? I decided to follow my instincts and I went for the run. Of course that I resisted it a little bit. I mean, I stood in bed and I was like, no, 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 I'm going to fall asleep. And then I was like, okay, if I don't fall asleep in 10 minutes, I'm going to wake up. And then 10 minutes later, I was like, okay, if in 10 minutes <laughs> I don't wake up, <laughs> well, you know what it means. Oh, shit. So I was like, I'm losing time. I know what's going to happen. And so I jumped and I went for my run. And I think today was the earliest ever, earlier hour that I've ever been up uh, and about. And in the road, there was like nobody, just a few like truck drivers, you know, the, um, well, I don't know what they do, but they're working and, you know, some men working uh, in the city. And a few people that were clearly coming back from the bar, which was kind of late, you know, because almost 6 a.m. is very fucking late for a Thursday, right? But well, anyway, I don't know. Um, I don't know how they do to stay up that late. Uh, I don't have the energy, I think. Well, I went for the run. It was very nice and calm and... I took a cold shower, by the way, because I started doing that three weeks ago and clearly combined to the sleep and everything, it's it's giving me energy, you know, and I wanted to share that because I think I have struggled so many years with so poor sleeping uh, capacity. I don't know how to say it's like I was always tired in a way and I would always refuse to sleep. I would always refuse to take a nap and then, I don't know, yeah, now I'm fixing that, so I thought about sharing, because I thought that was very useful for me, so, yeah, also, I've been recording in the morning, you know, I've been recording earlier, and I realized that uh, I started, like, learning how to edit, you know, and to cut, and this and that, and I realized that I want to keep it up, and keep it real, And keep it like if it's the radio, because I'm going to work in the radio again. So uh, yeah, this is one shot, you know. So sorry if I make mistakes. Um, But I I really like, in my pictures, I think it's the same thing. Um, I really like unedited things, you know. Like uh, brute, brû. I don't know how to say that. Um, I like things rough, you know. Like real. And because I think life and feelings... And the important things—they are not editable, if that's how you say it. So I was like, I want to have a a thing for myself that I feel like it's me talking for real, you know. Because I started to cut and I recorded some stuff that I liked, but I was like, I don't know if it's—it sounds fake to me, you know. I mean, I I know that this is very useful for other people, you know. Uh, but given the fact that this has not such a an structure and that I don't wanna. Uh, do something that I don't feel natural. Well, this brought me to the fact that mm, I don't know, I didn't delay everything, but I started over. So, today I wanted to talk about music variety and my own experience with music because I have now a few things going on and I thought about sharing that and I don't know, telling a little bit about my road in music because um, in my house, in my family, there are no musicians, you know. Um, The only thing that I think I have inherited in music is my grandparents, both of them. They were very different from very different social backgrounds and listened to very different music. So uh, I think that was very, very important for me. And I grew up listening and observing a lot. Um, And in my house, my parents, again, they're not musicians, but uh, when we went to the U.S., For my dad to do his uh, medical residence in neurosurgery, I was just a baby. Uh, They used to go to the musicals, you know. So when we came back to Argentina, they brought every city existent on earth, you know. And I I don't know, I think I discovered life in a way. My first memory with music is funny uh, The Phantom of the Opera. Which is interesting because I always wanted to do rock. And I was very into pop music, of course, in my teens. Uh, but I ended up doing opera later. And I think that that first... Um, I don't know. I remember, you know, the CDs that came with this kind of like uh, booklet. I think it's the, it's the name. And you, s- you have the images of the musical with the lyrics. And I thought it was like mini books, you know. And this was for me the invention of the century, you know. Uh well printing kinda is one of the most important inventions on humankind humankind. But uh this was for me like oh my god, like a tsunami on my mind. Like this is amazing. So I remember going through the CDs and listening and reading and I don't know, it was I don't know. It was it was very, very powerful, you know, the feeling. So, uh, later on, I mean, music was not somebody, uh, something, sorry, uh, very, uh, considered, uh, important or relevant in my household. So, yeah, I mean, my brothers and sisters, they didn't do music, nobody was interested. And so I had to learn my own way, you know, to, uh, sing and to learn guitar and to find inspiration and the space to do music. Uh, because, well, when you live in a crowded house, it's not very available, you know, for that uh, silent, creative space where you can do a lot of things. Because, well, there's a lot of people in there. So I remember, yeah, like escaping a lot, you know, and finding uh, spaces. Like I would go in the garden uh, when nobody was there or I would just like lock me in the laundry room in the little house uh, next to my house. uh, And I would sing, you know, and I would sing, but full, like at my full capacity, you know. And then I would go out. It's like I would get myself into a black box in a way. And I didn't want anybody to see me, but I wished that somebody could listen to me. Um, I would always sing in the shower, of course, as well. And I remember once uh, my neighbors, I would open like the glass window uh, while taking a shower and I would sing. And I knew that people, uh, so I, I, I told myself, somebody's listening to me, I can feel it. And I would sing like Christina Aguilera is my, my first and most important, I think, inspiration uh, in music. Because of the song Reflection in the movie Mulan. Which is a whole another topic. And I would like to go through that another day. Um, So I would sing, you know, uh, Christina Aguilera songs. But, but full, like, I would give it all, man. And I remember, like, s- one time I went to a barbecue in a f- neighbor's house. I don't know why. And they were like, is it you? The one that sings? And I was like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah, there's somebody at, like, 8 p.m. that takes a shower every day and sings. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. And and she was like, please, leave the window open. I love to hear you. And I will never forget this shock because I really thought that nobody could listen to me and that I was screaming for somebody to, like, to hear me, in a way, you know? Uh, I felt pretty um non existent in my life in a way. So it was my moment uh where I would like come come to life in a way. I don't know. So during high school I of course I sang on my own and I used to write songs and I didn't know how to play guitar. So it's kind of shit, you know, when you sing and you don't know how to play guitar because it's kinda like walking with only one leg, you know. Um and I mean, I managed to save some money. I bought a guitar that was so bad. (laughs) But I was like, I don't care. It's a guitar, okay? I don't care how it sounds. And I put myself uh, in front of my computer and I was like, okay, I'm going to search for a tutorial and I'm going to learn. And the first song that I learned was Candy by Paolo Nutini, which is my music savior and the most important music influence that I have and I met him last year in Paris after his concert <sighs> too much I mean I'm still letting that information sink in that was the m- that was literally the I don't know the higher point of my 20s period you know <sighs> every time I think about that I get I get chills and I go back to my photos just to check if that was real, or not, because that was pretty fucking crazy, and all I have to say, and I'm very honest, and I'm never, like, pretending to be nice or anything, he was the most amazing man I've ever met. (laughs) In most, I mean, you know when they say, like, when you meet your, never meet your idols, you know, because sometimes they're kind of, uh, like, jerks, or men, uh, or women, you know, when, I mean, they, 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 they don't know, they, they do music, and they don't know how it affects you, they don't know how important it is for you, so maybe, you know, you listen to these stories, and there's this movie, you know, this Disney movie about this girl that goes and meets his idol, and the guy is actually, like, I don't know, he's kind of a scam in a way, I don't know, I, I remember this, and she's, like, so disappointed, uh, so I never thought about, I never considered this, I never thought I would meet him at all, and then I did. You know, and he was the most down to earth, educated, nice gentleman I've ever met. So I really hope life will cross me again with you and that I will see you again in concert because that was crazy. When you have something so precious and during a time... I mean, I'm I'm sorry, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do everything such in a chronologic way because my life was kinda messy and I think I did a lot of things, you know, at the same time. So sometimes it's hard to remember when and where and why. But I remember this very clearly. Um, just hiding in my <laughs> bathroom, you know, in my grandmother's house when I used to live with her. Uh and I would just listen to his album, you know uh and i would say he he understands me he knows how i feel and i was 19 going through the i don't know i think the lowest point in my life so far i mean i hope i never go that i mean i never go back to feeling that way i i don't think i can you know i think it was youth and a lot of things together but um i remember listening to his album it was the only thing that would I don't know make me be silent in my mind. I think I was always racing, you know, in a way. And just seeing him in Paris on my own. And you don't know how it was. I took a train. I was so just in time. It was it was crazy, okay? Another day, another time. Th- that that's a whole episode for me, okay? Um and as I really enjoy uh telling stories, I wanna tell you how it was, you know, but yeah i I started playing guitar, thanks to him in a way, and I remember um after high school, you know, I did some chorus in high school and in church, you know, and I try to sing, but I wanted to have my own band, you know, and I needed to express myself and sing my own songs and And I had this rage, you know, this teenage rage that needed to go out. And as I was not a girl going partying and I was, I spent pretty much of my teens like grounded, you know, in a way because I was not a good student. And I didn't have this impulse, you know, to meet people and to go to parties or to drink or to do anything like that. Not at all. Like me, I was, I don't know, I think I had a very closed life in a way. I don't know how to explain that term, but uh I would just lock myself in my room and read and write and just I don't know. I don't know there there's many things that I'm starting now to like understand, you know, about me. Um about those times, but well, I guess the only thing that made me feel good and made me like helped me cope with my feelings, was just locking myself in a place where nobody could find me and listen to music. Um, So after high school, I tried a university. It didn't work. I went to London. I came back. I tried another university. And in this university, I was determined to start a band. I was, I don't know, I don't know what, I mean, I don't know what I have to do, but all of my friends, nobody, no, they, I was not surrounded by musicians, you know, the only musician I knew was my cousin Diego, which is an amazing guitarist and singer, only that we had very different styles and we had very different personalities, so, uh, and different, like, uh, responsibilities, you know, he was studying architecture and I was pretty much, like, uh, not studying so much, you know, I was just trying to find my way in life, you know, so it was not very complimentary, I don't know, and, in this year, I met one of my best friends and she introduced me to Martín, which is a guy my, one of my best friends, you know, but he was a guitarist and happened to be in my city studying music. So, I was like, this is my shot <laughs> and I have to nail it. I don't know how, so I I, I took his contact, you know, and I wrote him, even though he never saw me. And, I told him, hey, I know you play guitar. How are you? My name is Julieta. Uh, I'm friends with Mari. And yeah, I want to have a band. Okay. Are you in? Like I was very, <laughs> I was very direct, you know. Um, I, I think I, I wrote a message, you know, like more with more introduction about myself, but it was very straight to the point, you know, and he was like, okay, look, uh, I'm studying. I have a lot of responsibilities, so I will let you know. But yeah, definitely. Let's keep in touch. Okay, he doesn't keep in touch for a while. And then I think a month later, he tells me, hey, I have a friend that uh, invited me to play in his band. And you can come along and sing if you want. And I was like, bingo. And that is how I had my band. I It was a band of uh, like Argentinean rock uh, in this garage, which for me is like, I don't know. I think it's one of the most beautiful memories I have in my heart. This place, you know, uh, when you we used to rehearse. It was um, in Ivan's house, the bassist. His father let us play in the garage. And he did kind of like a studio in there. And we were like around a lot of things, you know. It was um, kind of messy, but it was perfect, you know. It was. I was... I entered this place and it was so funny because I was like I didn't I don't know anybody here okay I'm I'm going to go I didn't tell anyone that I was going because I was like nobody my my is my not going to let me do this you know but she will not understand so I will have to unfortunately withhold this information um and do it and see what happens you know and I remember going and you know when you have a hunch this feeling like like something is about to happen. I don't know what, I don't know if it's good, bad. I mean, I didn't have a bad feeling because I'm very connected with myself. And if I would have felt something like bad or threatening about this idea, I mean, a garage with four guys that I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't sound like, uh, in theory, like a good plan, but I knew, uh, Maria and I knew that he knew very well, uh, Martin. And I have this feeling, you know, and also it was an open space, so it doesn't matter, but I mean, I, I used to think about everything, you know, because I had to take care of myself in my adventures, trying to find my way in life. I had to be on my own a lot. So you have to really follow your instinct. And I had this feeling, you know, like, this is a good thing for you. Um, And I went there and, and it was. And my life changed. And at first they were like, yeah, you can come in and sing our songs. And I was like, okay. But in my mind, I was like, Sooner or later, I will introduce my music and I'm going to change things, you know, and I'm going to slowly like do what I want to do. And that is what happened. And my band was called uh, Children of Blue Street because I felt we were like kids, you know, Uh, we were very, I don't know, we were very young and we had this innocent vibe, you know, in general. It was not like the rock band that you think that guys drinking, and being, I don't know, weird, that, that, that was the concept, that I had nothing at all, you know, I was like, they were, they were like, (laughs) they were like the nicest people I've ever met, you know, and I don't know, it was just magical, you know, and Blue Street, because I felt like my life was very blue, you know, very nostalgic, kind of covered, like, in a shadow, in a way, and, um, yeah, very sad in a way. And I wanted to express that um, through this project. And I wrote my songs. I mean, I wrote the lyrics. And with them, we did the music with Martin, Ivan, and Mauricio. And we did some presentations. And and I don't know. I feel like my life started, you know, finally, when I started this band. So uh, tomorrow I would like to continue with how this rock band led me to work in the radio also and led me afterwards to lyric singing, which is opera, you know, which is kind of like the opposite, I guess, of what I was doing. But that is the interesting about, I mean, thing about music is that you never know what can happen, you know? I mean, now nowadays we have a Spotify and YouTube and algorithms throw you a lot of things that you think you would like. But back then, I remember I didn't have any of this, um, I, my house had a computer, but I couldn't use it, you know, because, um, I don't know, I think my brothers were using it all the time, I don't know, I mean, I didn't have these things, and I remember my phone was kind of crap, you know, in a way, so I guess I just could only think, uh, of lis- or listen to the music I was listening in the radio, or in the CDs, or in the... Um, Things that I could like download on my phone. That was <laughs> 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 shit. That that was a phone. You know that that I'm I'm uh, I'm very surprised that that thing worked. Uh, but anyway, you know what I mean. I was really like uh, trying to find something, and I guess uh, life is very interesting. And if you are connected and if you are searching, it's gonna throw you like clues. You know, and I remember singing, and one day, walking, you know, I was going to one of my concerts, and I crossed the theater, you know, and I could hear, and I feel like crying right now, fuck, like, like an opera singer, of course, and I remember feeling like, it, it just stopped me, full stop, you know, I was walking, like, nothing, and I heard this, and I, it almost felt like somebody had, grabbed my arm, you know, in a way, and I had chills all over my body, and, and I don't know, it almost felt like somebody was telling me, like, come in, you know, come in in here,